0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 35th episode of the Double on Radio Gamescast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm joined by some wonderful co-hosts. Alex. I return. Brett. Are,
1: are, we not, are we not a cohort anymore? Yeah. Well, I
0: change it. I change it all the time. It's, you can't do the same thing two times in a row. All right, Brett's here, and Wyatt's here. All right.
2: <laughs> See, no, I disagree though. I think co-ho- cohort of co hosts is great, Game's and that should be our regular right. thing.
0: I love it. The b- immediately starts and control is taken away from
2: me.
3: <laughs> the Just Us League.
2: Just Ice League. <laughs> yep. That's a red letter media reference for you. Anyway.
0: All right, moving on. We, we've got some, some things to, to talk about. Uh, we've also got an award, and I figured this time we'll start with the award. We'll go back to, to harken back to the old days. Of it being the, the first old thing we do of,
2: of a year ago, uh, just...
0: far less than a year ago. It was like six months right. ago. Right. <laughs> many but moons ago. Many moons ago is a good way to God, say. It. it.
2: Feels like five years.
0: So we've have. I'll say this: this award was a hard one to push through the council. This has been a very difficult award to create, and I, I after rounds and rounds of rewriting, we've gotten the council's approval to have.
2: Excuse me. What council is this? I'm very Uh, me,
0: concerned. myself, and I. <laughs>
2: about <laughs> the council that is being. Honest.
0: The, the, the council is me, it. myself, and I. It's can the Double we, One Radio Gamescast we, a, Awards Council, now, <laughs> consisting of what me, should... myself, and I. All right. What so the award? <laughs> the award is the Double One Radio cast Most Innovative Best Award Award.
1: Wait, and I was not ready. Wait, I'm just understanding what
0: you said now. The Double One Radio Gamescast Most Innovative Best Award Award. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: out of this (laughs) because you shouldn't be
0: more like i'm surprised the council let this through so (laughs) our first our first competitor in this list of awards is best spearfishing (laughs) minigame and i will say these are all legitimate awards you can there are games that are eligible to win this
1: (laughs) i i love one of them so best spearfishing
0: minigame is our first award The second is Best Pencil in Gaming.
2: (laughs) Wild Woody. Yeah. Is this when you come up with awards (laughs) when we don't have classes?
0: No, this is just pure award energy. Because we're coming to the awards season of the games industry, right? And everyone's awarding games awards. But who's awarding awards awards?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, I would say say you need sleep. But at the same time, what else have you been doing other than sleep? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> a lot. Uh, all right. Coming up with awards obviously. So you
2: shouldn't our, be doing. The point is you shouldn't be doing anything other than our,
0: our final award uh, competitor in this category is Best Representation of Fruit Merchants.
1: Are these real? Are these actual <laughs> awards that people have given you? No, th- these are it's these my, are awards.
0: This is a a the little little Double Video Games April, cast Most guy. Innovative Award, Best Award Award. So okay. of the three, which which is the most innovative best award award? Alex, I want your vote first.
3: Yeah, it's a tough pick. I'm going to have to go with Fruit Merchants.
0: All right, Gr- glad to see someone likes the Fruit Merchants. Uh Brett,
1: I I, f- I feel like pencils are a lot of things in games that go unsung, so having a contest for them would be would recognize the amount of effort that goes into pencils in gaming. So that's
2: my pick.
0: All right, Wyatt.
2: Uh <laughs> <laughs> Um what do we have? Uh, pencils. Best
0: spearfishing spear mini game. Best pencil in gaming versus best representation of fruit merchants. Uh, notably, not best fruit merchant, but best representation of fruit merchants.
3: I, you, you, fruit merchants can be diverse. They can come from all over
2: the world. Exactly. Now, you start, now you're starting to sound like Disney. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's your um, pick, Wyatt?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, who, who the fuck, who, who the heck doesn't like a good, you know, fishing mini game, in it, right?
0: Great, so oh, we now have a three-way split. tie, which means... And I was going to avoid voting on this because I wrote them. So what I'm going to say is now, Alex, because you're first in the list, has anyone changed your mind? Or do you want to stick wow. with the best representation?
3: I'm, I'm going I'm to stick with the fishing. Brett Great. put up a good thing that pencils are very often overlooked, but I, I feel that's oh, the same way with... Um, no, Wyatt, you didn't. I, <laughs> I, wow. I, I also feel that's the same way for fruit merchants because it's there's a whole there's a whole be, being a character artist there's a whole character behind that design, and I'm getting All right. very into the craft as I'm swirling an imaginary wine glass,
0: putting it through the council. the uh, The best representation of fruit merchants is the best mo- is the most innovative Best Award Award. Notably, not the best award, not the best Best Award Award, but the most innovative Best Award Award. <laughs>
2: Stop! Stop trying! Just stop trying. <laughs> Save yourself. Just abandon ship. All right. I feel like I'm getting a headache just listening to this. My head Nose starts
0: bleeding blood, from I the meta. What I voted for. <laughs> All right. So where am I? We have some some news. And then we're gonna start get to our main topic of games as a service, specifically looters, because games as a service as a whole is a lot wider. And we I'm getting the the vibe that we're probably gonna want to do a very specific one based on like. <laughs> the the, the not looter we shooter right
2: before this? <laughs> well
0: not looter shooter but like shooters that aren't looters like call of duty battlefront
2: yeah.
0: um the, the yearly release schedule shooters uh at least formerly yearly release for battlefield i but.
3: wonder what it could
0: be <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so before that we're gonna do some some brief news or brief game announcements because we have a few game announcements that are happening. Uh, notably, the one that I am uh, very excited to see, is that The World Ends With You is getting a sequel. And
2: it looks pretty.
0: Does anyone here know what that game is?
2: (laughs) I I have heard the name.
3: (laughs) I know that they're somewhat related to Kingdom Hearts.
0: It is a very unique DS RPG that came out like 12 years ago or something like that. I think it was in 2008, something around that time. Maybe a little bit later. Uh, But it was a super unique DS RPG that's been that's gotten a few like remasters here and there, but never a sequel. And it, it basically has this really cool combat system of pens and whatnot, and some great character progression stuff, uh, and a really really cool story that's very different from its usual JRPG cousins. Uh, but we are now getting Neo: The World Ends with You, which is a we don't actually know if this is. I think the assumption is this is a prequel of some fashion or just like set in the same world, maybe not directly related. Uh, but we are getting a 3D home console version, which I think has people pretty excited. The uh, The visual effects also look really, really cool.
2: It's a Square game, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's Square published. Uh, the dev studio for the new one, I'm not 100% positive on, but...
2: Oh, so that's why it's unclear whether it's an actual sequel or just some weird Yeah,
0: stuff. it's Square Enix, of course it's going to be unclear. <laughs> They, they, you can never be straight. With
2: like, this. Is it a sequel, a spinoff, a prequel? They're well, just like- we know it is yes. set before
0: the first game because there are characters that they show in the trailer that are in the first game that look different, that look like younger or have their their pre-game designs. So we know it's set before the DS game, but we don't know what that means because World End with you is a weird game that doesn't really care that much about time. So, <laughs> well, we'll see what that is when it comes out but it definitely looks super interesting the art style seems to have translated really well to 3d it's like giving people very jet set radio vibes which i think is a definitely a good thing that's a, a style that people love but hasn't really happened recently so i am excited to see how that pans out uh and then another game announcement we have saga frontier remaster so for people that don't know, Brett, I'm I've, I'm betting you've probably heard of Romancing Saga, yeah. at least passingly, but this is one of Square's huge RPG franchises that never really got big in the West. Uh, it, it's in Japan, it was basically as popular as Final Fantasy for a period of time. But the West never really got the full versions. Uh, a lot of them are harder to come by, and they kind of just stopped making them after a while. But now they're getting a bunch of remasters and re-releases, and they're really, really good. Yeah, the gist of these games is that you play a series of different protagonists, and you get to like, pick which one, and then it's very like a sandbox approach to a JRPG, essentially. Where you're given an overarching quest, and then you, have, you just figure out what you need to do to complete it, and the story varies based on your chosen protagonist, which is really cool. They're super replayable. Uh, you can play most of them on the Switch now. If you want to play the older ones, yeah, uh, we're getting a remaster of Frontier, which is a lot of people regard to be the best game in the franchise. It's one of those PS One era RPGs that is just highly regarded, but never really did a ton in the West. So
3: wait, this isn't this isn't that series that you were talking about. We we were talking about a while ago. That was su- somewhat related to Mechs, but you played like seventeen different protagonist and there was some really that's 13 sentinels time. that's oh,
0: a okay. uh, vanillaware game it's unrelated yeah. to this uh but yeah this that is coming out so the cuphead more game stuff cuphead dlc was delayed until 2021 I'm sure some people are sad about that although i'm just happy that it's happening at <laughs> all uh and yeah basically we have a bunch of games that are getting announced that they're coming to next gen consoles we got greed falls coming with a bunch of updates um yeah, it's basically just a bunch of console moveovers at this point. Yeah, that's our uh, our game announcements. Uh, I, want, minor. To say, I want to say one thing. Yeah.
2: That kind of fits in this segment a little bit um, because uh-huh. I always have to add something on the end. Um, you don't, you're allowed
0: to add these in the middle, right? You, do, you can stop me at any point during this to add. Them. Well,
2: I well I don't want to I don't want to interject me, so. I don't want to I don't want to interject in case you're you're going to mention it. You know, because um, I want you to to get through your segment but uh just as a warning we're a little i'm a little bit late in saying it because it came out earlier but uh cyberpunk has leaked so y'all just be careful about cyberpunk leaks. On yeah the- that
0: is true we we actually oh, yeah. i think we found out about this at the end of last week's podcast but cyberpunk is in the wild so
2: just be careful
0: spoiler watch case. for people that are interested in that uh it we will not be talking like about that- any of them mm-hmm. so don't worry about oh, that
2: no i we, yeah, we don't know any of them. No, I'm trying very hard to not... It's a Last of Us 2 situation. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> not see anything whatsoever.
0: Yeah, although notably, it is a little bit harder to spoil Cyberpunk in that the endings are related to what you do as a player.
2: Yeah. So, even the scenarios, I don't want people yeah, to... Yeah, I them.
0: obviously don't want to know any very of nice. it. But at least if you do get spoiled, you can just play the game in a different way and still get a unique experience. Right. All right, anything else? I think, Brett, you had something, right?
1: Yeah. Um it's not not really like much of a a news thing um but uh like square square has been making a lot of moves uh like not not only news related, but if i you know if i if I say it, then I end up spoiling i think like two games, so I'm not gonna say anything about that but uh, kingdom hearts um uh like <laughs> they they're moving a lot towards like paying attention to the old games that people really really like and they haven't had like an installment or a remaster since they came out on the PS1 so that gives that gives me like a lot of hope for like a bunch of like weird
0: like new sequels and stuff would be really cool
1: it's or even just like not even remasters, but just just ports, man. Like more people yeah. to play, like or at least see, like Xeno Gears and Chrono Cross and or Like, there's so many Square properties. I would love for Xeno and Chrono
0: Cross to be on Switch.
1: That yeah, that would, it would be insane. So hopefully they're moving towards that point. It seems like they're giving some of their older stuff some more attention.
2: They always me. have like very video gamey video game names. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Chrono Cross is just the most video game thing I've ever heard. In terms of, like, a title. For it's
3: something. a mix between Chrono Trigger and Animal
0: Cross. Yep. <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> Definitely animal what Crossing. it is. Just animal Crossing!
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Square's Square's making some cool moves. They're, they also, related Square news, uh, Square's making work from home a permanent option in some of their studios as of December 1st. So, continuing past COVID, I think they've, they've seen that yeah, it's working pretty well for at least some of the studios I don't think it's not universal it's just some square locations are doing that uh, and they're also having they're reeling a bit from Avengers <laughs> in that it's been oh, I forgot about that. it's still not I recouped its development that. cost apparently
2: yeah we can go That's off on it has, because the, so the positive Ryan, vibes are over we can go off Ryan has, has it still
3: sold less than Anthem
0: uh I don't know I think well the big comparison with that is that Anthem has been out for a while and it's also been very cheap a few times so a lot of people own Anthem you wouldn't know wouldn't you Ryan <laughs> I don't own Anthem actually I never bought Anthem uh but Avengers is in a different situation although it's becoming even more complicated because Avengers has now dropped dramatically in price and at this point, we're kind of moving into our whole games-as-a-service talk, because yeah. there's not a ton of news uh, in the, what this. What a segue! This Beautiful is the po- This is the pre-award sh- ceremony. As soon as the game awards roll around, you can be guaranteed there's going to be tons of news to talk about, but oh, yeah. for the next, like, two weeks, we should be relatively it's low. It's
2: basically E3 now. <laughs> yeah, like, like it's not got, got any comparison. Very, anything compa- it was very it. E3-like. I mean, we got our first look at next-gen systems through... To the yeah. Game Awards, which is
0: so—that's <laughs> wild to think about. Like, the Game yeah, Awards has become thinking
2: about in hindsight because it's like it just does not seem like the place. I mean, I'm yeah. not complaining, I guess, but it's just interesting.
0: I think they want to make it the place as the idea. Like, the Game Awards wants to be a little a more of an industry announcement event now, especially. I, mean, I think especially because of year. COVID,
2: uh, E3 is on its way out anyway. It already was, which is it's kind of sad, a,
0: like, but at the same time i don't i'm not gonna miss e3 because of e3 i'm gonna miss e3 because that week of hype is really fun
1: yeah and now we'll just get it later in the year
2: and it's and it's fun it's like it's like the uh you know the oscars it's like it's fun to just get with a bunch of buddies and then like see what's coming out and just you know making it a whole thing you know that was what was fun about it The, the spectacle and less of like the quality, I suppose? Does yeah, we'll
0: probably sense? talk more about like award shows and whatnot once the Game Awards has rolled around yeah. and we can see how they've adjusted. I would
2: love to have an episode about that in general.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah we're going to, for sure. Absolutely. Because, well, not because, but we have so going back to Avengers, uh, which has very much hurt Square's bottom line, and I, I'm very much hoping this doesn't spell disaster for Eidos, because Ido's is one of my favorite studios. They did Deus Ex. Uh, but they were taken off of it to do Avengers, and Avengers Mm. has kind of flopped, which is... Priorities. Yeah, it could mean a few different things. It could mean maybe we'll get a Deus Ex game because Cyberpunk's on the up right now, so... Don't put
3: your ducks in a basket that's on fire. (laughs) People
0: people might be (laughs) down for more Deus Ex after Cyberpunk because after Cyberpunk, we don't have any other major Cyberpunk-themed games coming out that we know of.
2: Well, um, who, who would dare to come out, around, you know, <laughs> around the same time as Cyberpunk? Like, who would want to as... have a Cyberpunk game?
0: Well, yeah, but Cyberpunk as a genre is just generally pretty underrepresented, at least in the space of first-person games. Oh, no. you uh, get like tons of, like, Cyberpunk think... CRPGs. But
2: it's like, but... but it's like releasing an open-world game... At the same time, a new Grand Theft Auto is coming out. It's like, that's basically just like, that spells doom for your project right there. Well, yeah, I'm not (laughs) saying they would release around
0: Cyberpunk, but Cyberpunk, people will be enjoying Cyberpunk. And I'm betting a year down the line, they're going to want some more Cyberpunk type stuff.
2: Oh, no, yeah. for sure. And Cyberpunk,
0: obviously, the CD Projekt is not going to be making another well, first-person, like, single-player Cyberpunk game in that amount I, of time.
2: They've worked on it for so long. I bet there's a lot of people there's that are just like, I never want to look...
0: <laughs> never want, want to see Cyberpunk again.
2: Cyberpunk again. <laughs> hey, they're doing the Ruin multiplayer the at
0: some point. Oh, that's
2: um, right, they are. It's going to be
3: an entirely separate project.
0: Yeah, the multiplayer is a separate game. I think they're just using Thank Night God. City for it, it.
2: It seems like a... It seems... Almost similar to how uh, Halo Infinite's going to be doing their multiplayer, where it's just going to be this separate sort of...
0: I mean, that that's hard to judge, because we don't know what Halo Infinite's multiplayer actually looks well, like we don't, yet.
2: We don't, we don't know much about either of them, but I just thought it was... Uh...
0: Yeah, we, we, we know more concretely that Cyberpunk's multiplayer is an entirely separate thing. Like it, but, but I say it's nothing that because, like, you can,
2: because you Because, you know, um, Infinite's multiplayer section is free to play, so... In a way, it is its own separate entity. Like, you can play it without the single player.
0: Yeah, I, I think the difference mostly lies in that Halo... I mean, we don't know, but it's likely not trying to be an, an RPG with how it handles shooting. So, yeah. I'm my bet would you know, be... But I can't I can't guarantee that because we don't know.
2: <laughs> that's interesting, too, is that it's like... I mean, the game was supposed to come out weeks ago now, and it's like, we would have had yeah. more information about it at all when it had come out who knows if we're actually gonna get any more concrete details before you know the and we game
0: still don't have a release date for halo game. which is interesting
2: because i remember like when halo 5 was coming out they still had tons of they had tons of like videos kind of talking about how their multiplayer was gonna work and stuff like that
1: and yeah they were ready <laughs> yeah and the game still wasn't that great
2: well it's all a matter of opinion of course <laughs>
0: Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Halo it will be its own thing as soon as that game comes out. I'm sure we're all going to want to talk about it, regardless of how it mm. is. Well, it's also going to be but, on Game Pass, so there's going to be a yeah. lot
2: of people who will be willing to talk about it.
0: <laughs> It'll be easy to pick up if you have Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, back to... So, I think the best way to tackle these games as a service games is kind of to sequentially go through a few of them. Uh, when we get to Destiny and Warframe, those will probably be in similar sections, because they're the most comparable games, I think, but... Right now, I, I want to start off with what's fresh on people's minds, which is Avengers. <laughs> Very yeah. obviously. So, yeah. Avengers okay. is in this weird situation right now. Uh, reviews came out and were better than I think some of us expected. Not to say they were yeah. that good, initially, but they were... Initially. The initial wave of reviews were, were like sevens... Uh, six to eight was the range, generally. It, I it was wasn't...
2: It's always a little, like... I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think Wyatt and I, after playing the beta, were, were expecting maybe mostly sixes uh, and below. Expecting
2: absolute highest six. Yeah, uh,
0: but it turned out they they did manage to fix a lot of the bugs that were in the beta, and the game did come out. But the games as a service issues with it haven't hadn't really revealed themselves until now because those games are really hard to judge when you haven't played them for a few weeks because you don't know how those elements will how that end game is going to hold up and the answer for avengers is not very
2: (laughs) well that's always the thing with like live service games right is that you can't really do a review when it comes out unless you've been playing it yeah
0: you can review the campaign which is what a lot of the reviewers did is they reviewed the campaign experience and
2: the the basic that story driven quote unquote section of a looter shooter is such a small like almost insignificant aspect of a looter shooter in, in in a lot of cases, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I think the reality like you're is... You're going
2: to sit there and tell me that the story, the central story in Destiny is, like, what people really play the game for. I mean, it is the best part.
0: Yeah, I actually, I really liked that central story in Destiny. <sighs> I thought it was a lot of fun.
3: For. I still try to avoid PvP as much as possible, but they're not making that easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, We'll get to Destiny later. But yeah. in the case of Avengers, I think it was a combination of that. That main story was actually... From everything we've heard, a pretty high quality bar, and mm-hmm. the the major issue is that it's just basically the setup for the multiplayer, and there's no oh. conclusive conclusion to it. It's not like a not like you get that Spider-Man style character arcs for every character. It's more you play a eight-hour campaign that is basically just set up for what the multiplayer is, and then the multiplayer being super lackluster makes that kind of fall apart. So. so
2: dumb. It's almost like the studio is well-known for single-player related.
0: Yeah, it's almost Before like year, that was the part that people wanted to be good, and then it just well, turned out... And
2: it definitely feels like that's the part that they wanted to do, and then...
0: It's also basically every studio involved with its development is single-player focused. Yeah. Like Eidos as well, they they haven't done a lot of multiplayer, so...
2: But that is inherently an issue, right? Because, I mean, you know, uh, another example is uh, Respawn made a single-player melee combat driven star wars game and those are the guys that made titanfall and yeah great so it's not like you know uh an inherently single player team or multiplayer team can't do vice versa it's just like it initially you just go why to me what (laughs) what
0: reads as the problem or a part of the problem at least there's a lot of issues with avengers design but with the the multiplayer element design i think they took a lot from destiny without necessarily seeing the criticisms that destiny has and trying to make any improvements and then it ended up worse than destiny because the developers haven't had experience making that kind of game so now you've got a play. game with pretty good combat a pretty good depending short story yeah depending heavily depending on the character apparently iron man is super fun but like hulk was awful when i played him just
2: Making Hulk not fun in a superhero game should be a crime. When Hulk hits
0: an enemy and they don't ragdoll, I get really upset. <laughs> so Wait, what? Yeah, Hulk that's having to smash someone like six times to knock them down makes me very sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a crime. I'm
2: with right on that. Right?
0: Yeah, but some of the other characters were fun. I had fun with Black Widow. I had fun with uh, Iron Man.
2: Captain America. Was, like, my favorite character. He was for, for the the great.
0: five seconds we got to play him in the, in the beta. But he
2: was great. That, that, that should say but something. do you not get to play him after?
0: You, so, you do in the main gone. game, but he wasn't in, in the, the beta.
2: Story, in the story, he's supposedly dead, which no one believed for a single second.
0: Because if you open the menu, he has a whole skill tree and everything. Of course he's not dead. Like... <laughs> At least they, they would at least I don't know the the story, so I can't tell you if he actually is dead or not, but at least Captain America's moveset is present in the game as a playable character of some sort. I'm gonna presume it's probably the same Captain America because it's a superhero game. Killing your superheroes usually isn't something that those games do. So Yeah. Uh experiences <laughs> with it were pretty negative overall.
1: Leave it to Avengers to have a lackluster end game. Yep.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> that, that joke's never been made on the internet before.
0: Of course uh, not. <laughs> uh, but we do have some data to back up that in-game in game problem, and that it's lost 98 percent of its player base on Steam. Oh my
3: 98
0: percent of its player base. That's a ton. And most games do have significant drops. Like, a lot of games will lose 50 to 60% of their player base after the first few weeks, just because that's the nature of games. People uh, do what they want in the game and then move on. But Avengers being a games-as-a-service, which is meant to be a long-running thing, and then losing that huge amount of their player base...
2: This is kind of bad.
0: ...is really makes awful. I
2: wonder, too, because this is the exact same thing that happened with Anthem, almost to a T, yeah. weirdly. And it's like, did, did you, like i mean it's not the same studio but they're obviously paying attention to their competitors and it's like did you not take any notes from how that went i mean
0: avengers was in development for so long that it's really hard to imagine what issues were coming up
2: i mean they must have seen unless the game was just in a different state and they weren't expecting it to turn out the way that it did right and so they weren't really looking to that as the issue but but they must have been like, wow, that turned out really bad, and they've had so much time to like course correct, and they just didn't. It was very strange, you know? It just it feels like that would be enough time where it's like, oh wow, maybe this is the wrong decision.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's it's gonna be an interesting game to see how they handle it because I actually I do think there is a chance that Avengers is revived down the line by updates and whatnot, keeping, especially with a few in game redesigns of how some stuff works. Uh, But the biggest issues it has right now is that the enemies are all those robots that you fight in the beta that are just boring. Like there's nothing to them. There's no character and there's only three super villains in the game.
2: That's, that's the crazy thing is that there's two things that you expect in a superhero game, right? Is different costumes, is like the big thing and the other big thing is like a rogues gallery absolutely a rogues gallery which is part of the reason that Spider-Man works so well is that they just they had so many Spider-Man villains just thrown at you sometimes at once and it was great and so just to have like what they have abomination uh in the beginning in in the beta
0: they have taskmaster <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, <they're my> Favorite.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I can't remember what the third is, but I know there is a third, and that's it. <laughs> that's that
2: that's it, it
0: for supervillain bosses. And the, I'm the like.
2: The idea <laughs> is that they probably wanted to leave more for, like, you know, content down the line. Yeah, I
0: think so they wanted perfect. to have a consistent drip of bosses to keep you in, but that's an issue when you only have three, and they're pretty boring. You gotta
2: start, you gotta start strong, right? Like, you can't just give us the, the like, I'm not saying there's no Abomination fans out there, but... Sorry. <laughs> when know,
0: Abomination like... is the crux of your villains, that's pretty bad.
2: <laughs> and he shows up for, like, two seconds. One boss fight that lasts maybe five minutes, if I'm being generous.
0: Hey, you can fight him a bunch in the multiplayer. <laughs> if you want to just fight him over <laughs> and over again for loot. <laughs> yeah,
2: Which... like... And, and again, not that there's aren't any fans of abomination but it's not what you want is your headlining you know yeah villain that's that's like if if marvel's spider-man the only villain in the entire game was like the spot or something <laughs> oh <laughs> <laughs> uh. you know like, you like right. like that's the equivalent and i know yeah well and uh, yeah that's all i gotta say on the matter. Really. oh yeah i
0: think modok is the third villain right he's on the advertising <laughs> At some oh, point, is he? and I'm like, Modok oh, so is weird. also just a... oh, Modok's
3: <laughs> M- M- <the>, like Modok's like M- M- the main scientist oh, bad guy,
2: isn't
0: he? I, he's like these the head are, these thing.
2: Are, these are like the villains that you get when like you've run out of content to put in your live service game. And you're like, ah, who do we got? I mean,
0: Modok <laughs> M- is pretty popular, but I don't think he's popular as the only yeah. villain in an arc.
2: He's a weird, no, he's a weird choice as like your starting villain. Like, you want something, you want someone big, you want like Red Skull.
0: Red for... Skull would have been good. That'd be a good pick.
2: Right? You something hydro
0: related would have been super interesting. It's just, yeah, getting aim in their just weird robots. Very get disappointing. Like
2: Loki, or get uh, you know, like maybe the ice giants. It's just something like, and that could give you a whole other enemy type right there.
0: Yeah, you know? I think it's just a lot of the issues. Is there's no variety in the enemies that you face.
2: Ultron. And- I mean, if we're going down the robot route, yeah, you can. If you Ultron. Would throw Ultron Ooh. in there for the
0: robot route, so it's fun. even better. Um, I mean, maybe Ultron's related in the game. I don't think any of us have played <laughs> the story of it, so he was.
2: I feel like if he was in the game, we would have heard about it at this point, yeah.
0: Uh, that's a It's a good point, so I, I doubt it, but he could be maybe. Uh, I, I do hope this game gets better down the line because from what I hear, the combat design and around like the skill trees is all very good and interesting
2: there it's got it's got some legs to stand on though what i've
0: heard is that it takes way too long to level characters and that like you'll get through the story and be level like six on all your characters and basically have a tiny bit of progress on one of the like nine skill things (laughs) which is like that's pretty sad if you're doing that and then you have to grind other characters to get up to that even that small point
2: I would and, be and, pretty and frustrated. Speaking, and it's like we're talking about grinding in an Avengers game. It's just weird, you know. You just have to feel
3: like a hero, not
2: Yeah, like not not a guardian. <laughs> but uh but per, you know, perfect example uh, if you haven't if 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 anyone listening hasn't watched Skillup's review of it, I think he does a pretty good review and kind of sums up things really well. But the 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 moment of like of like uh realization for me was when he was talking about how just weird the build diversity is where you can build a hulk to be purely ranged based and it's like who the heck wants who the heck wants a build of hulk that just is a ranged based character who wants that
0: i mean i'm okay with that existing so long as i can do melee hulk like i I don't have an issue with that existing but at the same time it's
2: because who again who (laughs) wants a ranged based hulk build i'm sorry like that's just so (sighs) That's like saying, like, oh, I want a melee-based Hawkeye character.
0: I mean, Hulk in a lot of the older games is pretty ma- pretty range-based, although it's ranged, it's deceptively ranged, where, like, Hulk will jump in, smash something, pick up the smash thing, and then throw that. That's most of the gameplay in a lot of the older Hulk games. So there is precedent for that kind of thing, but I think the way those games it handled it is a lot doing. more interesting. Because in those I games, suppose. if you punch a dude, that dude ragdolls off into the sunset. You're you're grabbing like a tank and then throwing it at people. So it's very different. Um, I don't know. It's But I I do like agree 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 on the basis of that of like the it just seems like there's a lot of thought that needed to be put into, especially from what I hear, the level layouts are all super boring to where the maps what
2: we saw in the beta was super boring too.
0: Yeah, basically the the feedback I keep hearing is that the levels are essentially level designs, but the environments aren't interesting in any way. It's all. It's just the same like robots over and over again. The same like the most you can corporate say about halls. Them is that
2: there are levels. They exist. Yes. <laughs> the levels the exist most you in the can game. Say about
0: them. Which, which it, makes me sad. a level that
2: was probably designed by a human, and that's <laughs> all you can really say about it. It probably took them an afternoon.
0: I mean, I've heard some of the designs of the levels are actually quite good. It's just they're super uninteresting because there's nothing there. There's no environmental storytelling. There's no like. There's no narrative elements to get you interested in that level, which is something that most games have going for them. Like, in Destiny, at least you have a really well-built-out lore behind a level, which, if you are interested in that, you get interested in it.
2: You know, you really gotta search in order to figure it out, but it's there. On yeah, the it exists
0: at least in some level, and the, usually the environments are very interesting in Destiny. Whereas, visually, yeah, yeah, what I mean visually, and with Avengers, it's just not the case. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, I it's we'll probably talk more about Avengers in a few months when it's if it receives more updates. I I don't want to say when, uh, (laughs) yeah, I think it's going to be very interesting to see if this game is abandoned very quickly or they try to do, do something like going free to play, which I doubt. I don't think Square would be okay with that. Um, I think Square would probably sooner let the game die (laughs) and go on bargain bin sales than free-to-play. But it could happen. Uh, And I I certainly think there is going to be some... some some interesting Avengers news in the future. (laughs) We'll see what that is when it happens. Uh, But the gist of this... Basically, the gist of everything I'm saying is if you want a good Avengers game, go play Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's not amazing, but it exists, Capcom and it's an Avengers game.
2: If that's what you're into as well, you know.
0: Yeah, Marvel Capcom fighting games; those are good. Those are good ones. Uh. Yeah.
2: I do. Well, you know, uh, while we're on this this episode of live service, I, I did I, I did think it would be quite interesting to kind of talk about where the term came from because this isn't actually like a common term that was that you know that players started using the the original concept of a game as a service was an Ubisoft idea that they had pitched around the time I think when um Assassin's Creed Origins came out and they had pitched this idea of um you know like a game that that is supported with content over time Rather than just having a game and releasing it, and maybe it was also
0: game as a service is a term that's been used in a few press conferences before that people kind of latched onto as well. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that that
2: exact terminology originated from Ubisoft because I mean they're one of the originators of that kind of like you know, which is
0: funny because I I feel like Ubisoft doesn't do a lot of the things that people associate with games as a service quite as much or at least quite as poorly also
2: but they're also in my opinion i feel like they're one of the the developers that that provides the most amount of post-support launch oh absolutely like for honor
0: as a as a game that has gotten post-launch support which we're not going to go extensively on any for honor stuff because that game is i would fit that more into the not into the looter category because it's really not a looter in any way what whatsoever
2: but it is but it is a you know games as a as a service
0: and a good example of it
2: um yeah and i would even look and and i know i keep hearing from a lot of siege players that it's not in a good place right now but siege had its own kind of resurgence in that it was it was made you know it gained a lot of respect from a lot of its post-launch support and it was i mean it's still played in tournaments to this day you know it's really doing something right but, but you know, Brett, you can agree that it it didn't start off well, but it's, you know, service... It's had service. at
0: least some ups compared to a lot of other games. <laughs> it didn't even games.
2: start off bad. It started off okay, and then it got better, and then it just got worse.
0: I, I think the worst thing when it started off was the monetization model, if I remember correctly, was really well, it bad.
2: Just, there wasn't a lot of content either, and it wasn't... I mean, when, when we think of you know rainbow six now we think of siege but that's not but this multi this you know always online multiplayer thing was not what rainbow six was to a lot of people and i think for a lot of people that was difficult to wrap their head around is that it just wasn't a typical rainbow six game i'm still hoping hoping we we get another typical
0: one (laughs) Hmm? i'm still hoping we get another typical rainbow six game because i think they're very unique in the realm of shooters like i went back and played vegas recently that game is very different from a lot of shooters yeah that have come out recently uh but yeah so back to the second well actually it's it's not really two halves because it's the same thing but the looter's part of the equation of games as a service uh i wanted to bring up godfall <laughs> which is another looter that released recently <clears throat> the uh coveted first in the genre of looter slasher according to its developers
1: and the last <laughs> I doubt Aww.
0: it's the last. Actually, I'm <laughs> betting. I'm betting there will be you know, another crack a at a Godfall me. thing oh, at some point. Oh, it's the last. Yeah.
1: Uh, it was a joke because it's not very good.
0: Yeah, I think Godfall is in a similar place to Avengers, where the combat is good, except it doesn't have a story that's at all interesting. Uh, the designs have been very much often described as like visual vomit, in that they're very sparkly and uh, visually intense without Over any real top. substance
2: someone,
1: someone described it very well to me when um they said that it looks like something that you would see drake or josh playing on the game sphere in the background <laughs> of an episode yeah it oh, really does make sense
2: it's spherical
0: but what i have heard is that godfall's got some really good combat mechanics it's got some really interesting ideas with how it handles uh the progression of that kind of hack and slash <laughs> combat but it it does not have any of the end game to back that up. It doesn't have any of the, the like campaign to back that up.
2: Oh, so, you know, like a looter game.
0: Yeah, like, it doesn't it have launched. it just has none of the content that it needs. And like at least when Destiny launched, it launched with a campaign it, that was tried. It, yeah, it, it tried. Yeah, it it had an attempt. Yeah, uh, Destiny 1 or Destiny 2 because Both. Both had an attempt. Right? They had single player Destiny stuff to do.
2: Destiny 1 is so incredibly flimsy so that was destiny. That I- but it exists like it's a shooter no, campaign no, 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 no. that you can destiny play Two had a coherent story i'm not getting into a destiny character arcs now
1: i'm ending this right the
0: destiny argument will continue very soon we're getting to it
1: all right all
0: right all right. but destiny regardless of what you think the quality of that campaign is you can at There's least it. say it had a well made gameplay set of mechanics for a shooter that worked well in a single-player campaign to some degree.
2: Mechanically, yes.
0: Exactly, that's what I mean. And there was content to back it up. Whether or not that content was interesting, eh, but it, there was content, and you at least got to see some cool skyboxes.
1: There was some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with,
0: yeah. with Godfall, the content is mostly doing the same thing over and over again with very flimsy narrative justifications for it. So people have very quickly kind of dropped the game and I've I've heard it a lot said that Godfall so Godfall is one of the only $70 games right now alongside Demon Souls and the new Call of Duty. Cold War. Uh, yeah. So those are the, those are like the $70 picks for next gen right now. And Godfall right now appears to be by far the least deserving of that price tag where I what I've heard from a lot of people that have played it is that they would feel okay buying that game if it was like 20 bucks. Like a good-looking, uh, fairly lower-budget looter game that you can play for, like, 10 to 15 hours and then get your money's worth and then move on. Instead, it is this weird situation of not really being anything. Like, it doesn't really cleanly fit into any one genre. And we're talking about it in the Games as a Service episode because that's kind of what it is. But at the same time, it's not a true game as a service. It's not going to be getting a lot of free content updates. They're going to be paid,
1: which is even worse. Which is like <laughs> wait, you're, wait, you're paying for content a, yeah, updates it's... from a seventy dollar game? From a seventy dollar yes. game that already feels like a, like a twenty. Th-
0: yeah, that already doesn't have content to back that up. Uh, that's
3: that's, that's just plain
0: bad. So whatever, Godfall when it goes on sale for like ten, fifteen, maybe twenty dollars, pick it up. Until then. <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> Until then, let it sit. You know, maybe we'll get some more statements from the developers about updates and whatnot, but...
2: Let it sit and sparkle and shine. <laughs> let it shine you in its little win corner.
0: Win hey, you know, people say you can you can polish a turd, and maybe that's what Godfall will turn out to be. But... Well, you <laughs>
3: very you can, but turd. you shouldn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can, though, and that appears to be what's happened with Godfall. So... We'll see how that game turns out in the future. That's another, like, Avenger situation. Of, although I think Godfall is far more likely to just kind of be forgotten.
1: Yeah, I have a feeling that's what's
0: going to happen. Uh, which makes me a little sad, because, like, Godfall almost, when it was first announced, kind of looked like a spiritual successor to Infinity Blade in weird ways. That's
2: so, I'm telling you, that is the Infinity Blade. Wyatt Infinity. and I were
0: so happy when we saw it. We were like, at least something is carrying that torch. And then, nope, not at all. No, no, <laughs> like, dropped uh, okay. into water.
2: Cause, cause, like, cause, like, look, I was excited because I was like, "Oh, it's like an in a continuous Infinity Blade, cool." Now that it has nothing to do with Infinity Blade, and apparently it's not very good, I'm just angry.
0: Well, yeah, but at the time we were we were in, but now
2: I'm angry. I'm not in like, you anymore. Ripped it off now. now that was just you ripped off the sword from Infinity. How dare you? Did they have the sword from Infinity Blade? In it, it
0: wasn't the exact same thing, but it looked it extremely exactly. similar.
2: It's got like the circular, you know, uh, hilt. The
0: and yeah, it's a, thing, it's the like, sword with the circular hole in the hilt that uh, looks Al, the same.
2: Oh, Look, uh, it, the cover art for the game, it has it right on there. Like, in, in full display, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. It's... I want to call it...
0: Blade yeah, the Blade. only difference is it's split down the middle.
2: <laughs> oh, please.
0: <laughs> it looks a little bit more sci fi e than Infinity Blade did, but... I, I think it's still that.
3: I, I still might call up Epic and may, maybe launch something uh, copyright wise. I that. mean,
0: Epic put that if on I... the Epic Store, so oh, you gotta presume they <laughs> at least <laughs> know about it. <laughs> Probably okay with it.
1: Oh, the Infinity Blade is in Fortnite.
0: Guys. Well, actually, the Infinity Blade assets <laughs> oh, are are free no, right now. Oh, that's right. You can have the oh, Infinity Blade I... in your game. Is
3: yeah, the, game... Oh. the Infinity Blade is in Fortnite.
2: <laughs> See that? I can think of nothing more that deserves a. Oh: <laughs> A classic: oh.
0: But yeah, so just so people know, you can download the Infinity Blade assets from the epic Mark, uh, marketplace for free, or any unreal projects that you do. So you can oh, use the Infinity Blade in commercial projects <laughs> if you want to.
2: We're not. We're not saying that someone should go out there and make an Infinity Blade successor. Well, we're, legally we're you can't suggesting. because we are heavily suggesting that
0: the you uh, the terms of use of those do specify that you cannot make the original IP again.
2: <laughs> oh, come! But, but but everyone I loved it. Loved it. And it go on? Make a, Make a spiritual successor. It you could make we'll it. You could
0: totally a, make a spiritual successor. But
2: it, you know, we'll call it a uh, many sword.
0: finite sword is what it'll be
3: wait google plex katana guys i got
1: it xenoblade
0: (laughs) (laughs) yep all right so i think that's probably the extent of the Godfall talk because i i think all of us are content to kind of let that game sit in its little sparkly corner (laughs) which means the special chair we're arriving at the main topic boys Oh boy. we've hit Strap in. the point where Brett and Wyatt are allowed to have a Destiny argument.
3: <laughs> and I corner. sit by having Wyatt. my dreams crashed as I currently Here's, play the
2: no, game. No, I think Brett and I are mostly going to agree because like Brett and I spend much of our time just complaining about this. And I also do want to specify,
0: all of us on this episode have played a lot of Destiny mm-hmm. at, yes. at so various points. <laughs> I think well, I, best I've best got best probably... <laughs> I've got a good amount of time. At least in the in the second one, I played it enough of the first one, but I am far I more am of a now PC player.
3: At nine hundred
0: hours, you're 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 getting up to my Warframe time. <laughs> you,
3: you I wish I could play Warframe.
1: Back. You can't get that time back, Alexabella. You can. <laughs> hey, hey
3: hey hey! But I got a jacket out of it in real life that will
1: arrive in June when I can't wear it.
0: Nice. <laughs>
1: June. that's okay that's another thing i'm not even i'm sorry i'd pretend i didn't ask yeah that's a totally,
0: <laughs> totally different situation uh but yeah so let's start <gasps> with destiny one because i think destiny one is the game that we can most kind of destiny uh,
2: one is the game that made me never that made me swear to myself to never pre-order a game ever again
0: <laughs> that's a good way to put I mean, it
2: no right. i'm not even kidding i'm not even right. kidding
1: that is a sound, a sound thing to get from that experience.
2: If there's anything I got out of playing Destiny One, it's like I'm never preordering a game again, even I if can, I'm hyped through the roof for it, like like Cyberpunk. I'm I'm never preordering a game. I can
3: understand your sentiment, but I think your blood toxicity levels are way too high.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll actually add in a bit of a, I think a dissenting opinion here. I had a lot of fun with Destiny One. <laughs>
1: well, well, although here's the were... thing, I don't, I I'm not like. I, th- I think when anyone says that, "Oh my God, I hate Destiny," it's it's you're leaving out the 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 second part of that statement, where like that's that it, it's 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 a, a two part statement. It's, wow, I spent so many so many days in this game. I have had so many good memories, and I've met so many great people that I still talk to today. Yeah. But I absolutely hate it.
3: Yeah. it's new yes.
1: Part statement.
3: It's it's very much that meme that you see a lot, where it's you just you said it a, to
2: me, um, Alex, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's like perfect. this is
3: the this is the bet this is the uh, best game I've ever played. I would not recommend it to anyone or, or something. <laughs> yeah. And vice versa. Well, it was like a, it
2: was a Steam review, and it's like worst game I've ever played, but it's like a thumbs up or something like that, or is it vice versa? Something yeah. something like that. Some, it's, it's yeah. Some. But it's some it's variation. it's a
3: community of people.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Some I want to add in which my... my very
3: sweaty and toxic Another which we have, you know, <laughs> yeah. real friends out of.
0: So I need to add in my two cents here because I think I played Destiny very differently from most of you is my bet. I basically didn't touch the multiplayer in Destiny 1 ever. Good choice. Uh, I maybe played one match of Crucible, decided, eh, I'd rather play Halo, and then continued to play <laughs> Destiny PvE. Uh, and mostly doing my own stuff. And I think when it came out the pve experience was good enough to justify the game if you were going in with the the perspective of like games as a service really weren't a huge thing then destiny was kind of the first aside from mmos destiny was the first big game that kind of of popularized this
2: for, for all that we're gonna say about it today it's very uh unique and it's, it definitely was a humongous trend setter in yeah. many, many ways. Very because important. A history. A that. Oh, 110%. And, and, you know, some say that it's because of like, you know, a botched launch and expectations. But for me, while it's definitely there for me, it's like it created a, an entire genre of video games for better or for worse. It's, it was its own thing that now it's its own genre now. And that's incredibly impressive.
1: Saying yeah. that Destiny created looter shooters is like saying that is like, is like saying that... It definitely popularized the genre.
0: I, I think why it's why it's more referring it's, to it's games as a service.
2: It's as prominent as it is now because of Destiny. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, it made it popular, but it
1: didn't, it didn't create yeah. it. No. no. Yeah,
0: but I, I, I think when we talk about games as a service, Destiny did create the framework for what modern games as a service are. Because, like, in every single Games as a Service game, you can see the Destiny inspiration of, like, okay, this is how loot dismantling 12-fall. works. Like, your power level ready-based. is a number that you see that goes up that's just, like, the sum of all your parts. Like, I I think that element of, of Games as a Service desti- definitely started with Destiny. Um, and for probably what I would consider to be worse, because I don't like that Neither style of genre. Or not style of genre, but style of, like, progression i think it's just not very satisfying uh, but it's now like assassin's creed valhalla has a destiny <laughs> leveling system essentially oh so uh,
2: sushima legends has it
0: yeah sushima legends has it which is like it's just weird to me it's a thing that i'm like this doesn't mean anything like but it determines my power level i i don't know and
2: you can't you can't customize your character nearly as much because you got to get that power level up more than anything yeah. And so it's like, I want to make this build, but it kind of restricts you from doing that. But it is
0: great for ongoing content, because you can just make things obsolete, and then people gotta grind the new stuff. Yep, that's uh, true. Oh, it, yep.
3: You <laughs> have opinions on Sunsetting that would just bring the um. Well, both positive and negative, but also they, they would just bring back the, the rage feedback goop. <laughs> the
1: negative feedback goop? Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: But like I think if you were in Destiny One and to a degree Destiny Two, just for a fun PVE shooter that you could play for your like twenty hours and then forget about, you got your money's worth if that's if that's what you wanted because there's not a lot else in that space. You've basically got like yeah. Wolfenstein, you've got uh, which has definitely a far better written campaign. But if if sci-fi is your thing and you really wanted that like bungee style shooting destiny had that uh and still does have that it's just
2: it's it still to this day in my opinion has the first that the best first person shooter controls ever like it is it is the it is the like
0: and whoever does their sound design is doing oh, some much work oh absolutely
2: there, there's their a sound there's design
3: a, and their skyboxes along with just the the aesthetic of a lot of their environments too it's well there's it's a, a beautiful looking game
2: there's a power. uh a design uh, uh, term called "game juice," which is which is a lot of just sort of game oh, feel. It's game it's not game. It's
0: juice. just juice. There's no right. game.
2: Well, I, I've heard it referred to as both, but however you prefer it, how, it, it has a lot to do with sort of game feel and and those extra little details and effects or something that kind of makes your. It's basically kind of the "it" feel. factor. It, it's the kind of yeah. thing that
0: you can't really put terminology as to what exactly juice is. But it basically perfect, perfect means example, when you hit something, it feels good
2: the slight if you're playing Cold War, there's a slight amount of blur on the edge of the screen while you're sprinting, right? It's just little things like that that just improve the uh the sort of uh kinetic experience that the kin- the ugh, the word oh, you were God.
0: right, you said the right thing I a...
2: right that that kind of um experience in the game so and and for me, it's like destiny does that better than almost anyone. It just feels right it just feels everything feels a hundred percent like this is how it's
1: you know i know you're gonna
2: be surprised but i just
1: disagree i i think the the auto rifles sound like they're just like a bunch of birds chirping and that they aren't firing bullets but like marshmallows that come out with squeaky noises it, it's never sounded good the best sounding thing in destiny has always been the golden gun and that's pretty much like it
0: uh i'm talking solely me, about been, hand cannons
1: me me <laughs>
0: solely
3: been. Like I, I, haven't played a lot of first-person shoes, shooters. I tried Call of Duty once, and I couldn't, you know, get into it for, um, just, head, just headache bad. reasons and things You're like that. Just no. Bad.
2: no, no, but no. I know, I know. I, that's that's what a typical COD fan would say. Anyway, <laughs> not
3: not knowing what an auto rifle sounds like, um, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna make a school joke. I'm not. Uh, not knowing what an auto rifle sounds like. Uh, having it fir- having my first experience with that be in Destiny, it sounds and feels very satisfying. And I have
2: uh, very...
3: infused my gnawing hunger up till this day.
2: It, <laughs> I sorry. find it very satisfying.
0: Yeah, I think it depends because part of that is going to be sci-fi gun design is almost always more 10-focused and, and a lot less mm-hmm. bassy. Yeah. Uh yeah. which is certainly that, the that case with depends. Destiny.
2: I mean, if you if you play like a war, a Warhammer game, they have very basic Yeah,
0: Warhammer is not regular sci-fi. <laughs> no.
2: Warhammer Warhammer's is its Warhammer. own
0: thing. Like yeah, you you can't compare Warhammer to a lot of stuff. Uh Warhammer is definitely very basic. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, in the case of like Halo and Destiny, it's it's pretty similar audio design tenets. Um, well, yeah, and 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 yeah.
2: you know, I would even say that like as much as i love halo uh uh up to i would say halo 3 halo odst i've always never been a huge fan of the sound of the assault rifle yeah to me that sounds by. really lame
1: the that halo assault like rifle auto
0: is like that. The worst how, it to just me.
2: to me it sounds like you're you're firing a bunch of tic tacs at people <laughs> and and that's kind of it
1: that's what the auto rifles sound like to me. Like there's no there's no chunk at all. I'm sorry. Like there's nothing. There's just one layer of sound, and it sounds it, if, it sounds like tic tacs. If there
2: if there's one thing I can praise, um, three four three four. I think their sound design <laughs> on like uh, on Halo weapons, especially in Halo Four, which is so crunchy and sounded. Yeah, they they have a lot of good yeah.
0: crunch. Halo Four's got exactly. some good crunch. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're talking a lot about like audio design and shooter mechanics when I think we wanted to focus on the specific service element live service elements I'm of destiny
2: <laughs> well i to talk about because i really think like two things have kept have kept destiny above water for as long as it has it's it's the community certain aspects of the community to be more specific and the gunplay i think those are like the two things that's always been that's kept it where it is for the longest time because Again, to me, it's like bar none, the the shooting is bar none, and I've met so many people or i have bonded with so many people just through the community and playing the game that it's just something that it does so well is that it fosters a a community. And obviously not everyone in that community is great, but personally, I think the community is way better than a lot of other games I've played. I, I would agree with that. Yeah,
0: it's definitely generally very helpful. Like when I wanted to do some Destiny over the summer, it was really easy to just like play with some people for a little while, and yeah. not I, I put it similarly as to like a lot of the Warframe communities, the same way of they just want people to play the game they like. Yeah. So there's generally not that elitism that's present in things like Call I mean, of Duty.
2: Oh yeah, no. I mean, I played a. You, I mean, you guys saw I I played a bunch of Destiny for a school assignment. Or was talking about like online communities during you know quarantine and stuff like that. And it was such a great like as as much as I have to say about Destiny as a video game, I still stand by what I what I had said in that in that essay that I did that was talking about like really immersing yourself in a community like the destiny community can really help people uh, in, in a time like this where everyone's, you know, quarantined and, and on their own more often.
0: And, yeah. And I think as much as we, we do, we are very critical of destiny and the game is deserving of that criticism. It's important to point out that like no other game has managed to do what destiny does. Yeah. Which is a huge part of why that it's still a huge game. Like, there is not a looter shooter that fits that because people will say Warframe, but the reality is Warframe's loot grind, grind loop frame. is a different enough to almost make it exist in its own space. It's also yeah. a third-person shooter with more of a hack-and-slash focus, and Destiny is a first-person shooter with fully that shooting focus. So they're they're not as comparable as I think a lot of people put them out to be. Um, and
2: and And part of the yeah. reason I'm as harsh as I am is because... For me I like I use this analogy all the time. Destiny for me is a game. It's this beautiful like 100 piece puzzle, right? Yeah. And they have so many of the pieces in place and you have all the pieces in order to finish this beautiful puzzle and they're just they just refuse to put the pieces in or in the correct s- spot. You have all the you have all the elements here to make something like a legitimate 10 out of 10 incredible experience and they just keep
0: except for the cursor based menu navigation. Can we please bring that <laughs> out back and get rid of it on any platform that isn't PC? Because
1: I, I never understood it. I don't man,
0: know I it's, it's awful.: it oh.
2: It's very finicky. And
0: for some reason that's the thing that other games took from Destiny.
2: <laughs> 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 <Even> a- <laughs> um,
0: Valhalla does it now, reason. and I'm like, every menu in Valhalla. Oh, no,
2: it's been doing it, It's been doing it since origins
0: yeah but valhalla so valhalla is interesting because it has an option to disable that and make it snap but instead of like actually having it built to be snap it just places that cursor in the center of every box you move to which obscures information a lot of time
2: (laughs) so it's even even
0: more obnoxious (laughs) but yeah that's a separate tangent um
1: I was going to say before ryan when you when you were mentioning uh why, why you enjoy destiny uh specifically because i think uh, for, uh correct me if i'm wrong but you were like Ed, like you go if you go in with the expectation that this is something that you can you can play for a little while and get a good amount of pve content out of then you'd be fine and yeah that's the thing is that it was absolutely not advertised like that yeah absolutely they were making it it was advertised as, as the complete opposite, where this is, this is like the the, the abbreviations of of the amount of letters added onto MMORPG FPS. Like the jokes <laughs> that people were making were insane. Shared world shooter was the original it, pitch. It's yeah, because they were like, this is going to be the new big MMO that you will be able to sink yeah. thousands of hours into. Because and I did
0: everything of- in my power to avoid other players, even in like the open world patrol modes as much as possible. <laughs>
1: That's that's, I don't know. They 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 really they really failed on that. Uh, especially at the beginning. I think that's when a lot yeah. of people. Uh, my my philosophy behind the the Destiny community of like why like you you could totally do like a weird like like Jungian Freudian analysis of why Destiny still has a community. And I feel like it's so many people who were just so upset that they were all like. Guys, we have to make something good out of this. If we all stay with this long enough, then they have to make it good, yeah. right? I think uh, I was even one of those desperation. For a
3: while. Yeah, I, desperation. I think, I think uh, this is this is a little this is a little in joke for for you, Destiny players. I think you could call that Voss Stockholm syndrome. Oh,
2: <laughs> I did not get that reference.
1: That was good. Oh, it the was Kvostok a good one. Yeah, one is the that's the first assault rifle you get, right?
3: Yeah, that's the Kavastov. Yeah, no, yeah, Vo- yeah, Vostok is okay. the me me going into Destiny lore now. Oh boy, Vostok <laughs> is the uh, the Here the place. V- Vostok is the the mountaintop fortress of the Iron Lords and Lord oh, Salad Bin. Okay. Yeah, uh, which I think was a new social hub.
1: It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and that reminds me. Another thing about why like destiny even has a community that that keeps being like alive is that if you buy the games when they come out okay that's 60 dollars down and you buy the season pass that might be like another 40 to 60 you feel obligated you feel obligated because okay they're going to add these anyway maybe i saved up money for it whatever the better content comes in these anyway as it has in the past with the last game fine you buy that that's 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 100 to 120 then bungie has the the balls to tell you. <laughs> That oh that season pass, that was for the forty dollars. Two DLCs. We are going to add four more that were not included in that, and we'll have their own season passes or be thirty dollars in their own right. And after the next few of those come out, we will release the whole game with all four of these things for twenty dollars. So, all the people that spent five times that when the game came out look and feel like absolute buffoons. Oh, how it, yeah. Yeah. Clowns. oh clowns. how it feels to be a new light clowns oh, how it
3: feels to be a new light
0: yeah, and, all and right.
2: for for me, it's like a oh are we moving on uh
0: go, go ahead, say, say this will be the last thing for a moment, but yeah go it's, ahead. it's, it's,
2: it it's a it's a a complex like combination of hatred that I have because it's which sounds bad but it's the kind of thing where it's like it's it's a combination of me wanting this game to do well and like waiting for it to really achieve its like potential and just having continually not reaching that what what i think it could be and maybe that sounds unfair but it's just you have these glimpses of like these people know what they're doing. Like I legitimately think Gambit is one of the coolest multiplayer anything I've ever. Done. Definitely, yeah. Gambit is, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: Gambit I loved in Destiny Two. That w- that was the that, multiplayer that, mode that I played a lot.
2: And that tells you that that tells you that it's like these people are really talented and they could do something great if they really, like not that not that they're not trying, but like. It just it just gives you these this these small bits of hope It's like, oh, these people really are talented and they know what they're doing. And then they just just drop the ball <laughs> in so many other areas. It just it's so it just makes me so sad. I just yeah. get sad whenever I play it now. I'm Especially so, because they they're they've done better, you know.
3: I'm so tired of all the cheaters, Wyatt.
0: All right. So, tired. so Alex, that was the last word we're, we're moving on, we're going to come back to Destiny because I think the one thing we all probably really want to talk about is the uh, the sunsetting of content, oh. so that's going to be our finale talk, but before we get to that, oh, I want to because we're already, we're pushing an hour already, because oh I think we all play a lot There's of these games and have, have a lot to say list. so I want to briefly talk about Warframe, because I think Warframe is Yay. that other yes. side of the coin um, I
2: feel Warframe also makes me sad. It's good vibe time, and <laughs> and I'm gonna stay out of the out of the way of this conversation for the most part because Warframe is a game that I pick up constantly, and I'm like I just can't get into this, and and that's fine.
0: Like there are totally. But it
2: makes me sad because it really it does seem like a great game. Uh, uh who who works that not Crystal Dynamics? It's like, uh, d- digital uh, Extreme. Digital Extreme. Yeah. For for some reason I get those two confused. I don't know why. Um. They they seem like a really great company. You know, they, they seem like they really respect their fans and stuff. And I just wish I got into it more. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let you guys talk now.
0: Yeah. Uh so I think the the reason why it's kind of bowing out a bit is he has by far the least amount of experience with Warframe of the three of us, I think. Whereas by Wyatt far. or not Wyatt, uh Brett, Alex and I have played some degree of Warframe. I I think I've definitely played the most. Yeah. Uh I I've, I've got quite a lot in there in warframe and i still play it pretty much every day at least a little bit I uh
1: how many hours i have on xbox
3: while you're talking I <laughs> but yeah have 200 maybe maybe a little
0: short of that but yeah I, i've got nice. somewhere upwards of like i want to say somewhere in like the 800 900 range and oh i put a lot of warframe <laughs> well i've every been playing warframe for seven you, every, years
2: like 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 it's almost like a flip of the coin whenever i talk with you Randy, like oh i'm playing warframe like well, because I
0: go in and out. When I say I play Warframe every day, I every day I log in, like check my my clan stuff, and then leave. If 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 I want to, like a few up. times a week, I will play like a, a a like an hour or two of missions and whatnot.
2: But that adds up.
0: Oh, absolutely. But like I I don't play actively play it every day, but I, I log in every day, and then I'll play actively like once a week at least, and then do my my like weekly stuff. And Warframe is really conducive to that kind of playstyle, which is what I like, because I think Destiny is conducive to players that are hardcore and have like three to four hours a day.
2: You gotta binge. It's yeah. like a, yeah, it's it's like yeah. a well, and 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 the and Bungie has admitted that it's supposed to be designed that way on multiple occasions. Yeah,
0: and I I think that's sure, but at the <laughs> same time. I I think that's an issue with the design of the game because I I feel like they could grab a much larger audience if you're allowed to have content for those people that do have that amount of time. But like your average 9-to-5 worker doesn't have time in the week to play four hours a day of the same game.
3: Which you need to if you're going to get anything out of it.
0: Because we are all outliers. We're people that are in the games industry or in, in surrounding entertainment stuff. We play a lot of games because it's what we're super interested in but
2: despite how busy we are playing games is actively in- almost encouraged <laughs> yeah it's
0: like <laughs> it's a very different situation to a lot of people and i think warframe is very conducive to whatever playstyle you have it will support it and that if you are the person that has that amount of time you totally can play that much of it, it for me i would burn out incredibly quickly if i was doing that but uh Playing it, like, once a week, the way weeklies and, like, stuff works in Warframe is that, and this is the games-as-a-service element that I really like, is Nightwaves. So a lot of people have issues with Nightwaves, because they're, the narratively, because they're usually not super high effort. Um, but for the reward structure, you can, if you miss a week, you can do all those weekly missions later. You don't miss out on the experience from them, because you didn't play for a week. So, you can totally, if you're the kind of player that wants to play Warframe once every, like, two months, you can just complete the, the essential... Nightwave is essentially the battle pass. You can complete that yeah. in a weekend if you really want to. It would take you a long time. Like, you'd have to play it, like, 12 hours a day for that, those two days to do that. But you totally could. But if you're playing, like, every now and then, like, once a week, you can just complete your few weeklies or... You don't even have to do all of them. Just do however many you want. Like, I've done maybe a quarter... Of all the total weeklies from this Nightwave, and I've I'm, I've maxed it out. I hit the end. And if you want to keep going, it's not like you run out of rewards. There are more rewards as you keep going, but they're nothing that is exclusive. So and go ahead, and
1: yeah. it's all free. You do not have to pay completely
0: anything. free. You can't pay for any of it.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, for the reward stuff, absolutely not. You have to. You have to earn it.
0: And, like, because I did that Nightwave, and now I have a cool sword that I can hit enemies, and they turn into glass. And I'm like, ooh, that's cool. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
3: And I got...
0: Warframe? Yeah, Warframe!
3: (laughs) Oh, I need... I'm really upset that I can't play now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's... there's some really, really fun stuff. And the cool thing, additionally, is that, like, Nightwaves, if you don't play the Nightwave while it's active, which is usually a, like, four to five month period you will miss out on the story of it, but the rewards you can get later on in between other night waves, they bring back old rewards. So if there's a weapon you really want, you can know that it will come back at some point. You're not missing it forever. Uh, and the, there's also other stuff you can get. So it, it's just very friendly to whatever playstyle that you have as a person. Warframe will adapt to that, which is what I love the most about it.
1: Oh, by the way... Um... 877
0: hours oh you're 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 pushing my time brett
1: i'm pushing it i didn't know i had that many but uh, xbox is telling me 36 days 13 hours and that's what that comes and I,
0: I think the biggest like i don't know if you guys will agree with this but i think the biggest benefit warframe has as a games as a service game is the clear progression of the like eight years it's been out seeing how much it's evolved
1: Oh, yeah, because it's, it's if you look at better. original now you have warframe shit
0: combat yeah, if My you
1: look God. at
2: original
0: warframe, it's almost unrecognizable. like the game plays completely differently. it's way faster paced now uh and it's very clear every year that some people may or may not like all of the stuff de does, like whether or not you like the infested update depends on if you like infested stuff to begin with, so it's totally understandable if you don't, and there I are certainly knowledge. issues that Warframe has, but I think most of them are when people talk about issues with Warframe, it's usually less of an a we're angry at the state of the game that the Destiny player base often is, and more of a we just want it to be better. Yeah. Uh it's a little bit more friendly. That's <laughs> probably what I would use to describe it. And uh, there's
1: also that yeah. like like systems have been there, like I think the melee system has changed three times and it's never been like at least in to my memory. I, I have I have not like played and in- at least like close to a year at this point but like it hasn't been unsatisfying like they they are willing to change systems that are there so if there is a problem then you at least have that like mentality deep in the back of your brain that like oh well if if enough people say something about this it will get fixed
0: yeah and most of the issues with warframe are at the highest level of content where it's like yeah. certain weapons are just not usable at the ultimate highest level of content because of of damage numbers and how they're used, yeah. and the, the reality of that stuff is it's probably always going to be the case. But at least every now and then they do updates to fix that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they they attempt it. It's it's a difficult situation because Warframe has it, it's not like a looter shooter in that you're getting different roles and whatnot on your weapons. You're always going to have this weapon, and if this weapon's bad, it's now it's just bad. Like. Yeah if you really love your your bow staff if your bow staff's bad you just you really can't use it cuz is bad uh and rivens exist which give you random stats but they they're not affixed to that issue
3: Rivens you say?
0: Yeah, they're called Rivens. Oh. That's like the the in-game grind part of Warframe is Rivens. Which is hmm. not the most fun thing, but it's also you can totally ignore Rivens if you're not trying to do solo level 100 plus missions you really don't need
1: like it's one of the only like random things that yes at play like not even even um farming for for parts of of prime gear which is like some of the the higher level stuff like they even made that i mean i i guess less random is a is an oxymoron kind of but like they just they made it so that you can pick
0: you can target farm now
1: yeah, yeah. You can pick which small section of the pool that you would like to farm for,
0: and it's also Warframe has the benefit of trading systems yeah, that no. work. Which means, if you really can't farm a thing because it's just aggravating, or you really don't like doing that content, generally you can just buy it off another player by doing what you do enjoy and selling that stuff to other players, which I've done. Like, I wish I.
3: I will say that is it's. A lot easier to do that on PC than it is Switch. The Switch economy yeah. is yeah. non-existent, and that's how I got soft locked in there. I would imagine that's that's pretty. Yeah,
0: yeah PC it's is by funny. far Warframe's biggest platform. Yeah, um, well,
3: good. it's it's where all the beta content comes out before they fully release yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, it's also, I I think they <laughs> they've talked a lot about wanting to do cross progression. Uh, cross play is a little bit of a strong word, I think, but yeah, p- cross progression yeah. has been talked about a lot. Uh, because they want to re- really make it so that if you love Warframe you can go play it on your Switch on a commute or something and s- progress your character and then go back to PC when you're at home and and have and play however you want to which is, I, I can't wait for that but like Warframe just adds more and more systems and things like they have mechs now that are really fun to use they have, you can go on hoverboard races oh
3: is that, is that thing, Flyer, is that that yeah. big is that, that that big black like skull mecha yeah. thing?
0: They're very I, Warhammer
3: mechs. I, I have I have lore thoughts about that that just very much make me think that we are the bad
0: guys. Dude, I, I love how a lot of Warframe's lore is very ambiguous as to it and basically you, you could totally interpret it as your your character's or at least your character's ancestors were very evil. Like Yeah. Uh but Never yeah,
3: finish the main story though because of the soft luck. I'll also say that like I hope to one day.
0: (laughs) Warframe offers some of the best narrative. (laughs) Legitimately! Like, Warframe has missions that can bring people to tears because they're Mm -hmm. amazing. Like, I I think it doesn't have as much content as Destiny does of that type. But Mm -hmm. the ones that come out are generally extremely high quality. uh, God, yeah. And and very fun. Like, and, and a lot of them are like missions you wouldn't expect to be like i played chains of harrow which is just a, about getting a frame and when you do that mission it reveals a ton of there's a ton of cool like unique mechanics to how you have to fight this guy uh it, it takes all the stuff you learned in other story missions and you have to apply that and then you also have this whole survival horror bit for a little while Ooh. it's just very very unique Ooh,
3: survival horror
0: yeah, if you yeah. have to, like, manage a bunch of stuff and, and fight an oh. enemy that you can't kill. It's oh. pretty wild. It's not, like, resource management, but, like, managing light and whatnot and just making sure that you can do what you're trying yeah, to do. I,
3: I was going to say, because one of the last missions I remember playing was one where you had to manage oxygen because you were in a really spore-infested place. And I I do not enjoy missions like that.
0: Yeah, those are mostly for grinding. Uh, but, yeah, that's not, not what I meant. Uh, the main story missions of Morframe do have a ton of unique stuff. Um, yeah, oh, yeah uh,
3: Mechanically, they're really diverse.
0: And they have yeah, ship they combat now. Play. As much as I love saying they have ship combat, the ship combat <laughs> really needs some way to do it solo because it's super hard to find teams for that. Hmm. Just because it's the rewards from it usually aren't... They stay within their ship combat bubble. So if you want to upgrade your ship, you need to find people that want to do ship combat, which is hard because you need like a coordinated team of players for that which is not really conducive to matchmaking. So that that's the one part of the game that I really do want to see an improvement on is is and they've had plans to do AI for that for a long time. Uh but those haven't been implemented yet, so I'm curious to see when that rolls around. But yeah, it does have a lot of stuff and I think it shows a lot of improvement over time in ways that Destiny struggles with yeah i don't know what you your two thoughts on overall stuff are but go
1: i mean i i again i haven't played it in a while but it's like it's i i'm kind of the person that plays it like i play it a lot for like like two or three months and then i just i just get burnt out and then i, I i'd stop playing for a while and then i come back and it's like oh my god there's all this new stuff to do yeah and then i try everything and then find out what i like and do that for a little bit but like if it, it's 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 so great because I don't think, I mean like yeah I'll I'll go back and play something like Halo Reach just because like it's it's just it's I don't want to say like bare bones but just like simple people still play it like you can go back and play that game probably for forever as long as they keep making new ports of it.
2: It's the old faithful. It's the old faithful in terms of multiplayer content
1: warframe is the only game that's really akin to something that that changes a lot and keeps supporting itself for a very long amount of time that i've 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 kept with over the years and it's like it's weird to see that kind of like weird game baby grow into a game adult (laughs) yeah (laughs) because it certainly was
0: a game baby
1: (laughs) it was a game baby and that is like had so, something about it being like that and not really having hit its success at first. I think it was, it was a, a PlayStation exclusive at some point. It no, was, it was like, it was always on PC. Well, it was well, yeah. It, it was never. There was a point where it wasn't on Xbox. Yeah, is what I meant to yeah, say. Yeah, it was um and like it, like sony was like trying to like market it as like oh warframe is on our console now isn't that cool and everyone's was was, like what the
2: hell is this it was part of this big push to be like see consoles have free-to-play games too and that was oh crazy. yeah and it was part headlining. of that it was like that and um what was it called uh some blackout retribution what was it called uh, uh i think that that, that, that free-to-play first-person shooter yeah yeah
0: the i remember the one that died <laughs> very quickly, quickly.
2: But it was actually quite good from what i remember i I remember enjoying that but... yeah, that game always looked cool um
1: but yeah. it's I don't know it's it's weird it's 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 one of those things where it seems too good to be true, but it's absolutely one hundred percent real that you can just go into a game that is one hundred fifty million percent free and you just have to give it your time and you will get just as good things as any other person, really um you can even get I, I we haven't really pointed it out like um super obviously but there is there is what you would call a premium currency you could just get it in game because people will trade yeah. with it and you can get
0: a large amount of it in game you past a certain point it, like
1: dude I remember having like huge, like gridded sheets of paper with all the prime gear that I had on it and just sitting in my living room for like multiple hours in a day and just checking things off and absolutely rolling in it because I farmed for like a few days, like the week prior. And now I have all this stuff to sell and people will give me other good things or just straight up money for it that they maybe bought or got from another guy that maybe got it from another guy. It's great. And you can use that in the shop, just like if you were to
2: actually buy it.
0: Yeah. And it's right. it's really, really cool.
2: I I have a question for you. So this game, you can trade things with other players. Is yep. that, that right? Mm-hmm. How, because I know that that like when, De- when Destiny first came out, people were asking for that and they were like, nah, we don't want to do that for like, you know, gold farming or whatever. How does that, how does it work in terms of like, you can trade these things with people, but how do we prevent it from becoming this like out of control? Like, so thing?
0: most of the time Warframe will equalize itself because the market works in ways that like in Warframe, you don't need to do stuff like gold farming with real money because you can just go run a mission that is specifically designed for gold farming yeah. and get tons of money as much as you could want within like an hour. Like it, it, that's what most people do in Warframe is like once every few months, they'll run that mission for an hour and then they have all the money they need for the next like few months. Okay. Um, and then if you want the real currency, the real currency, anything you can buy with the real currency aside from cosmetics, you can earn in a different way through the game. So you can either do that different way or, or buy it with the currency that you either traded to other players to get or you bought with real money or were like given in a gift or something. So that's
2: always that's always something I was like, why doesn't, I feel like so much of my issues with the, the way that Destiny's loot grind works, I, and I'm relating it back to Destiny because, again, I don't have a lot of experience, so I'm just trying to understand, um, but, like, is it, because I always wonder, I was like, why doesn't Destiny have a, a system like this, because I feel like that would make my woes with its, like,
0: I, I think the big thing is as soon as randomness becomes involved, it's a lot harder, so I said most things don't have that issue. Rivens specifically are like the worst part of Warframe trading and you should never do it like it's not worth it because as soon as that randomness becomes involved people will spend like they'll ask for like $50 worth of, of real of that currency to get this randomly like Godwold item the reality is you don't need that, that God item you don't need a ribbon at all for almost all the content in the game. And To unlock well, that hasn't anything
2: stopped plenty of people from spending the money anyway I'm
0: going to yeah, I mean the thing I heavily doubt because riven trading is something you can't do until very late game, like you have to be an experienced warframe player to do that because you need to unlock them like its it's a thing you unlock through yeah. the story, so you can't do that as a new player, which makes it a lot better, so the people doing that are almost always people that are in that same little bubble, uh but it does mean that like if you're an average player, you're not gonna be trading. M- Currency for rivens. You might be trading rivens for other rivens. Like you can buy a bad riven for a gun you like, and then try to roll it to get a better stat, which is totally doable for free. Like you don't need to do any of the that trading stuff for that. Uh, so there are all, there are ways around it. It's just like that market can get insane. Everything else is fine, but that market can get insane. Uh, the other thing is arcanes, which are basically the end game huge grind of like doing specific activities to get. These passive boosts that you can add, but those are also not particularly bad because you can just do the content to get them. Mm-hmm. So, it, it it's generally Warframe has a lot of ways around that, and tends to equalize its economy. And if there's a problem, the comp- the digital extremes will usually step in to fix it somehow.
1: Yeah, they'll they'll at least like realize they'll at least say something that yeah we know that this is a problem and we are trying to fix it and and then probably do it. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> another another way that it does like. Make sure the economy is equals that, because uh, what would you guys let's call it sunlighting or whatever sunsetting. Sunsetting. sunsetting sunsetting yeah when, and that's that's when that's when gear that you had and cherished because you got it after your first rate at the beginning of the game all all of a sudden becomes a piece of garbage and you can't use it anymore right, yeah basically yeah <laughs> um, they. Well, first of all that's that's not a problem um in warframe just because of how the gear works and there's not really gear um it's mods but uh they have like they have a similar ish system where certain pieces of tradable gear go into what's called the vault, but they don't go into the vault forever they go into the vault for like I think it's like a year and then they come back
0: they they rotate in and out yeah
1: yeah they come back in the same order that they first the
0: reason they do this is so that when you're getting things to run those like runs of farming that stuff it you can target farm the things you want more easily because if they left everything in the game you'd be dealing with like hundreds of different missions for that
1: yeah and and at the same time you would get like You would get the same things that would be worth like a thousand platinum or something, but since they since they keep cycling out, like something something that you might have gotten, I don't know, like eight months ago as just like a random, like oh, I didn't want to get this, whatever. I guess I'll keep it. It might be worth something in the future. All of a sudden, someone is wanting like six hundred platinum for it, and it's like, huh, okay, sure, because it's not in the game anymore. And then it'll come out again like next month, and they'll feel stupid about it. But you have six hundred platinum, so you feel cool.
2: Yeah. And and it generally
1: equals. inventory in space
0: yeah <laughs> at least the inventory and space in that is if you run a deal with that problem you can buy just like ten dollars worth of the currency and get rid of that problem basically forever uh yeah. <laughs> if you want to do that or you can just like wait until you get some items to trade and then trade and just buy some slots uh they also now if you reach the maximum experience level of 30 as of the, the current ranks uh, if you hit that, they just give you a ton of free in- inventory space and everything. Like if you I'm play sorry, that much, what? you get a ton of stuff. Yeah. Oh. It- it's hard on. to hit that. Like you have to level up basically every item in the game. It- that's something that is super in-game. game. It is really hard. But <laughs> every level you do, you'll get a few slots. Uh, the night waves you can buy slots, generally, or get them through the uh, the progression. You'll get a sl- some slots occasionally. Uh, and it's also you can always just sell a weapon you have and re- re- get it again yeah. later. So, it's, it's an issue that's relatively minor, although it is an issue. It's uh,
1: funny that certain other big game said that, oh, vault space is, is so precious, we can't add any more of it. <laughs> oh, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, so,
0: yeah, that, brings about so that, <laughs> uh, that brings us to the sunsetting conversation. So
3: that was a lie.
0: That brings us to the sunsetting conversation, because I think we're we're running like an hour and 20 minutes now, so we want to get... Yeah that that's oh something without what
2: happens when our, you put destiny in a, in a this in is true
0: yeah so for warframe there warframe actually did have its first instance of sunsetting but i think the important thing with warframe sunsetting is that when it does it there is always still a way to get the things that are sunset so the stuff that sunset is like a specific map type that was really bad is now just not in the game anymore because it's not good uh, so the good type of sunset yeah it's it's the content that no one played and was bad is now just not in the game anymore because it was not good and yeah, the rewards that's... from that content are still attainable through other things now
2: that
1: seems and that's, logical and that's
2: assuming and that's assuming that the developer of that game didn't just take out the content entirely
0: yep <laughs> <laughs>
3: which is
2: like
0: out <laughs> out all right so back to destiny <laughs> <laughs> Destiny oh, 2 specifically. God, no, why? So recently Destiny had a big sunsetting of content. You can no longer play the Red War campaign, which is the campaign it launched with. Uh, you can't play Mercury and there's a few other locations as well. Mercury, Titan's gone. Mars, just,
1: Titan. You just can't um, play whole planets? Yeah, this yeah, is whole like planet's that go. and <laughs> just gone.
3: Um oh, God. <laughs> so, so it's Mercury, Mars, Titan.
2: You also can't do the Menagerie, from what I understand. I
3: feel like Mercury, Mars, Titan, and the entire Leviathan are gone.
0: Yeah, and also, this I want to importantly mention here, Leviathan is gone. They removed a lot of content, and they also made it so that content from previous expansions is now hard-locked at a light level that is yeah. not competitive with new stuff, which means you can still buy Forsaken and Shadowkeep, but the rewards you get through that are not usable in the endgame anymore.
3: Yeah, and they they were still dropping for a while, too. I remember getting... Shadow Keep rewards in, in random uh loopholes. They have fixed this now, but yeah, it's still just locked at ten sixty, where now the, the cap that you're trying to get to is what uh twelve eighty, I think.
0: It's also these numbers are starting level. to get ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: they,
2: yeah. They they need to do a Warcraft numbers ridiculous. crunch. Well and, and like of all the content that they cut, because like I never liked Titan as a planet that much, but I loved the menagerie because
0: yeah it, menagerie was
3: perfect, a lot of
2: fun it's this perfect blend of like
3: it was like a diet raid which was really yeah nice.
2: it was a diet raid that had matchmaking and it was like it was a strike with with a lot of like pool raid mechanics it was also a great way
0: to get your character up to par if you hadn't been playing them a ton
2: and you just got to spend more time on the leviathan which is such an interesting location in general yeah.
3: and here gravelly deep voice.
2: And it was randomized, which means that you didn't play... It's not like playing a strike where it's the same thing over and over and over again. It was like, um... randomized encounters and what yeah. you would...
3: Yeah, different again, bosses was, each week.
2: Yeah, and it was... And again, it was cool because it had a lot of raid-like mechanics where it's like, oh, you have to shoot this enemy that drops this crystal, and then there are these like glowing spots on the wall that you have to shoot them with It the taught crystal. you how to do an
3: aspect of the Leviathan of the of the gauntlet bit, which Makes back sure. when I was playing Leviathan, many people didn't know how to do or wouldn't listen. Well,
2: the gauntlet I just think is not a very good like section of a raid. I don't think it I don't think it's very well designed personal
3: that was my favorite
1: bit what (laughs) you guys are saying is that the the bundle that just went on sale with destiny and shadow keep and forsaken that's Mm 67.99 on steam
0: oh no no oh Oh, no that is so bad uh
3: no way that's that's worse than highway robbery
0: and i'll i will say it is nice that destiny is now free to play so if you if you were interested in that kind of shooter and
3: Destiny the base game which is now not a less lot than a shadow of its former self <laughs> it's a nuclear shadow of its former
0: yeah, self Yeah you don't get a campaign what do You
2: get with the free to play version anymore they cut out so much co- what do you even What get? you get with
3: the free to play version you get Earth so the EDZ you have the tower that you can visit and you have Nessus and that's it
0: I mean at least it's something it's enough to try that, to get a feel for the game if you like it Um... Uh, but man, I do I just have so many problems with the concept of permanently removing content that people paid for. And specifically like I don't I don't really mind as much about like weapon sunsetting and stuff as long as there are new cool things, which is the problem right now. There's not really as many new cool things. Uh where a lot of weapon categories in Destiny now have like two or three viable weapons because everything else was sunset. Um but like yeah,
3: there there's um there's there's only one rapid fire yeah. scout rifle in the game now.
0: And I'm like the thing with the, the content is we know it's possible for games to do selective installs. You can do that in the new Call of Duties, is you can selectively install the parts you wanna play. So if you don't want to do like the campaign or you don't want to do zombies, you don't need it. So you can have less install size. If if they were primarily worried about install size, why not just make that distinction and, and be like if you aren't going to play this planet my, my gut feeling is probably matchmaking is the reason probably but then just remove some of the multiplayer stuff and let people do like PVE things with a guild just remove the matchmaking and allow people like if they want to make a, a group to do this allow them to do it and the big thing to me is like removing the campaign because i'm like i actually enjoyed a lot of the red war campaign it's just a I fun really
3: like the red war too
0: it's it's not that narratively interesting, but there's a lot of really cool set pieces and whatnot in the campaign that are now just gone. Like, there's yeah, no way I to mean, play them.
2: I mean, I was really, for the most part, I was digging the Forsaken campaign up until the very end. Yeah, the,
0: the Forsaken campaign also has some really cool missions. Like, there's just some fun stuff in there.
2: All of the fights against the Wardens are... real. I,
0: I believe the Forsaken campaign you can still play, at least. But Red War is gone... Them
3: i've seen people have that have screenshots from the story missions so
0: i think, I think so. you can still play them it's just the rewards you get are now just completely worthless like because yeah. you can't upgrade them uh, but like the ace of spades mission i believe is not in the game anymore no it's not which is really sad to me because that was one of the actual like most interesting things i did was that final mission to get the ace of spades hand cannon was legitimately <laughs> oh, <yeah>, well written <laughs>
3: Cade's, uh cash logs.
0: On yeah, Titan, I'm like right? that was actually yeah. really cool, and you just can't do that now.
3: <laughs> uh, that that was that was all on Titan, which had still so many things that I would have loved to explore in it, and it's just we we have to wait for it to possibly come back with revamped weather.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm really hoping they come up with a solution at some point to allow people to play this old content, even if it's in its own. Like sing, if you can only do the campaigns in single player sixty
2: dollars for each planet. Thank yeah, you.
0: It's just so sad yeah. <laughs> yep. that it doesn't well, exist.
2: Of all the planets that they didn't axe, I, I always felt like um EDZ was like one of the best lo- like patrol locations because there's so much. Oh, it's verticality. huge. It's big. It, it's, yeah, it's massive. There's so much verticality. There's a lot of interesting little like spots everywhere. Uh, and then la- it, and last it, and then week something like Titan, where it's just like ugh. Titan
0: was at <laughs> least last visually week, interesting. Last
3: week. In uh last week in the EDZ, I stumbled across a lost sector that I hadn't discovered somehow before. That's crazy. This this place is huge, and also, how did I not see when I was trying to get my triumph score up?
2: It felt like an area that was legitimately interesting to explore. Like I'll never forget the first time I found that one lost sector that's like nestled in, in that like patch of trees where it's like. It's like a little patch of trees with some rocks, and you just jump down into a hole. Yeah, you like you, have no... to, you have
3: to hit that boulder in just the right space so you bounce down properly yeah, and actually and see where you're going.
2: There's almost no indication that it's there, but you just come across it randomly, and it was such a cool feeling when you first like see it. And you're like, oh, wow. Like It felt like you're legitimately exploring a planet.
3: I was fighting a gabal, and I was launched right into it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then even I would say same thing for like um... – I always get Nessus and Io uh, confused in my head.
3: Oh right, Io is also not available. That's the planet yeah. I forgot.
2: But Io was another cool because there was an entire. I liked area Io a lot. That I that I didn't see for the longest time until I was doing a bunch of grinding for public events, and then a public event led me way back to this other area. And I'm like, I didn't even know this area existed. This looks really cool. It's these these large like areas that that constantly kind of unravel and and like have these new areas and they were just so cool to explore because they looked so pretty and they gave you legitimate rewards like there were the treasure maps the region yeah uh, the region chests and stuff like that first those first couple of hours on each planet in destiny 2 was great because they gave you so much stuff to just like oh we gotta go find the lost sectors there's the treasure maps there's the like the side missions there's the uh the the region chests and stuff it was so cool (laughs) it was so cool
1: I'd yep. like to say one final thing and also correct something that I said earlier, where if if you'll remember the the previous phenomenon was that uh, like the final versions of Destiny One became like twenty bucks or something, and they had like everything bundled into the game uh, oh, wh- to make Wait, like, really? well it, it, that's that's that might be an exaggeration, but they basically had like all the d l c and were around or less than the price of the original game, and it made people that stayed there and bought all of them feel stupid. Well now, um you can buy uh the beyond light deluxe edition the season of the hunt silver bundle forsaken and shadow keep all together for guess how much 110 dollars oh. $1. oh
2: man for a free to play game that makes me feel stupid and i haven't even <laughs> <laughs>
3: honestly i just got kind of a stomach ache from that i'm sorry Yep. yeah,
2: yeah.
0: yeah. I, I think that's yeah. I think we've They're summed up our be... opinions pretty adequately on Sunsetting
3: <laughs> what are they trying to be EA with monetization I, here I
2: will, I will also add because uh, Ryan and I have been playing Ghost of Tsushima Legends today uh, it's my first time playing
0: it. yeah we were going to talk about Legends we're, we're running <laughs> super over time oh, we are we so are, but, we'll add but, that to next week uh, and talk about Legends there, a bit
2: there are, there are two games both that I've played co-op with Ryan interesting um That I'm like, I wish Destiny was just this. The first time I experienced that when it was when I was playing uh, Remnant from the Ashes, and I was like, I wish Destiny was just this because I feel like this, but AAA, right? (laughs) This, but AAA with a Destiny skin on it. I feel like that's what I want Destiny to be. Same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. You have this like this incredibly fleshed out single player that like free DLC. I was getting there exactly. You have this this sixty dollar game that anyone would be happy to spend 60 dollars on because it's fully featured it's fleshed out it's great and then you have this f- completely free multiplayer component with a gear game and like you know a uh, looter shooter style leveling and stuff like that and raids. all completely for free and it's fun and a raid exactly and, it, and it's fun I mean the entire thing is like how cool can we make ourselves look simulator yeah why are we having like, a great many, time like, with how that. many cool how many cool like samurai movie moments can we recreate simulator it's, it's, and it's basically- also it's
0: very clear that it doesn't have the staying power that something like destiny will or, or does because it, it's a side part of that main game it's yeah. it, there's not as much dev time going into it you only have like one weapon type it's clearly but, not gonna have permanent staying power but it's super fun
2: Oh, yeah and it has the leveling that destiny fans crave to to a lesser extent but yeah. it's still there and it has but, some fun
0: loot like you get cool abilities by looting things
2: and the, and and bungie has shown that they can do like you know single player set piece stuff they've done that with like red war they've done that with forsaken up until the very end and um the ending of forsaken is the worst thing i've ever seen but <laughs> but um But no, if they just had something that was like single player, maybe have like, you know, two, three player co-op or whatever in the single player, but then you have this whole multiplayer component, you just separated them. And I really feel like that's the route that they should go. Because right now they have this, like, mess, this multiplayer mess, (laughs) when they just don't know what to do with it. (laughs) And they should stop. They really should stop. Well, it's like they keep they it's it's like this it's like a Jenga tower where they just keep adding (laughs) Jenga blocks on top of it and trying to make it better, and it's like, no, the whole thing is toppling over before your very eyes. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway.
1: That's it. We'll we'll talk about Tsushima more next time, especially because then we'll have more time to
0: play. Yeah. I I I will say first impressions from all of us for legends, very positive. Like you have to judge it by a different scale. Yeah because it's not destiny but
2: my my opinions on the game as a whole has changed a little bit after legends and after uh you know the that sort of gear loadout update and also playing it on a ps5 but like definitely my opinions on the game have changed a little bit since we've originally talked about it which you can check out in a previous episode
0: in in the games club episode titled ghost of tsushima games club Uh...
2: exactly Yep. thank you
0: ryan <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you can go check out our, our detailed thoughts on that there but that was before legends came out uh post legends i think we were all a little bit even happier with that game yeah, like tsushima yeah. is me. one of the best value games i think i've played this year
2: even me which oh. if you watch the episode you would know that's kind of a shame
0: and Wyatt, why you're coming you, you keep acting like you said Sushima was like the worst game you've ever played
2: no i give it a seven Oh, I thought you gave it an 8. I think what you
0: actually... That? I went back and listened. I think you did give it an 8.
2: Oh. Well, <laughs> or at least a
0: 7.5. Somewhere in that range.
2: Po- Pre-Legends, my thoughts are are at a 7. Post-Legends and on a PS5, they're a little different. <laughs> yeah.
0: Post-Legends for me, a game's a masterpiece. It's. I'm, I'm not going to say it's a 10 out of 10 because I don't like that rating scale very much, but... I, still can't. I would still yeah. put the game as a masterpiece. I, I but that, that's because I'm into samurai stuff. So
1: I'll say it's a 10 out of
0: 10 for you. Alright, then you. I'll, I'll agree with Brett. I won't Brett's rate it like, on the no cursed fear. rating scale. No but... fear. <laughs> I don't like the rating scale. Yeah, if you're into samurai stuff, that game will certainly be a, a masterpiece to you. Because I, I think it's the big difference okay. between like Brett, Wyatt, and I. Is that Wyatt's not nearly as into the samurai aesthetic as I, I think Brett say, and I are.
2: I would say even more than that. It's all of the technical problems that I've had. Which, are which like, is wild!
0: Because yeah. Go listen to the podcast if you're interested in that. There's a whole story around up. that. Not He's making not it making up. it up.
2: He has video <laughs> evidence. Yeah. It's the even only when we one. Playing, even while we were playing Legends, there was a ton of just weird
0: stuff. Yeah, there, there was just weird stuff that. happening on his end. And I'm like, you're playing on a different console now and having these weird <laughs> issues. Yep. It was really funny. Uh, but yeah, Legends it's is cool. really fun. It's just a good multiplayer romp.
2: It is. It is. For sure
0: great visual style and i kind
2: of wish the whole game was more like that visual style and more set in like you know fantasy Tsushima which is uh if you do
0: style. like that visual style play neo too or neo because that's what they are <laughs> hey they're japanese mythology uh but yeah so closing thoughts on anything we've we've talked about tonight
2: um uh, i'm tired yeah no yeah no, great just just you know just in terms of destiny all i have to say is that's all i have to say
0: (laughs) alex closing thoughts thoughts? i feel like you've got something burning the destiny train um
3: i i don't it's it's just fizzling for me at this point i get that i'm trying to get i'm trying to get my money out of the season pass that i bought and hopefully be able to leave
2: that's such a depressing <laughs> sentence <laughs> it's really
0: sad <laughs> all right Poor so man. that's almost the end of the show we always as always we have shoutouts we have our, our nice little closing ceremonies wyatt you usually go last or you're going first this time
2: oh okay um see it's the one time i'm not 100 percent prepared um, all right
0: wyatt you usually go last or you're going second this time brett
2: Oh,
1: (laughs) i played a short hike a couple nights ago and it was very good and also walk on a hike you don't play
2: a hike brett come on now
1: yeah well i'm not the one who titled the game you can blame that on (laughs) insert developer's (laughs) name here definitely add things in post Anyway, it was very yeah. good and very short, and it was also. I think it's also still on sh- on sale, but it's like pretty cheap anyway. So I would, I would, uh, I would recommend it. Yep. If you pirate game. it, it's taking a hike. Don't don't do that. <laughs> they need the money. It was like two people. Yeah. Please uh, don't pirate games.
0: Bundling yeah. mine with Brett's because it's a game thing. I beat Yakuza Five this week. Ooh. Yakuza Five is up there with some of the best games I've ever played. It's incredibly good. Uh, everything I said last time is still true. There are really in-depth mini-games for every single character, and like side content and tons of cool stuff. Uh, there's an entire like baseball storyline of how becoming like a baseball star. There's all this stuff about going to a mountain and hunting to survive awesome. in a yakuza game, <laughs> and it's incredible. Uh, yakuza 5, if you haven't played it, is really really worth it. Um, great game. This is very very good, Alex
3: oh i was about to do another pun but i'm not going to <laughs> you're not allowed
1: <laughs>
3: i will be slaughtered where i sit by brett you will find me this is true. Um. <laughs> mm. that being uh, I, said i didn't have anything prepared oh no I'm,
2: I'm ready if alex if you need a minute
3: yeah why right, why can... can...
0: all right great so i was gonna make the joke that because i said why it was going second he's now going last like he usually does but now he's going <laughs> third
2: thank you alex <laughs> uh shout out to hades i'm almost 50 hours in and it's still surprising me with
0: what a great game
2: and Good things game. i don't think actually formally talked about hades we've always been planning on doing a uh, a games club episode but we haven't yet and we really need to because i, I have- think
0: a good so time to do that will be there. after the game awards because I I have a feeling there's going to be some Hades talk during sweep, that.
2: It is going to sweep the game awards, I swear. Um, but no, it's a it's a game. Uh, just shout out to the game's ability to surprise me after 50 hours of me playing it. It's still doing things where it's where I'm like, oh, like I wasn't expecting that, and uh, that's really impressive to keep someone constantly surprised uh, over a span of 50 hours. So well done.
0: Right, Alex, okay, I feel the I burning sensation um, of you being ready. Yeah,
3: yeah, it is a burning sensation. <laughs> Maybe I should talk
0: to my doctor about that.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, actually, uh, shout out to pecan pie. I had no idea the horrifying amount of ingredients that was in it when I yeah it on Thanksgiving. There is a cup of corn syrup in that thing Whoa, <laughs> for one pie. There is a oh. cup of corn syrup.
1: But it's pecan pie, not corn <laughs> syrup pie. It's corn syrup Not diabetes. corn syrup pie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> With a light pecan dusting.
0: Alright, that light pecan dusting is the perfect signal for me to hit the button that starts playing our outro because we're done. We did it. It's going right now
2: you know what that you know what that reminds me of though alex i remember watching a hot ones episode and they had a gordon Ramsay, and he was telling you how to make the perfect burger and he literally made the burger and he put in two whole sticks of butter in the pan as he was cooking the burger. <laughs> what is, he,
3: is he
1: trying
2: to make a fucking a
3: hollandaise sauce i
1: don't know